All right, smart guy, here's a trivia question for you. Who won the National League batting title in 2006? It's not Matt Holliday. It's not Derek Lee. It's not Albert Pujols. It's not Miguel Cabrera. Come on, it was only four years ago. I'm Alex Reisner, and you're listening to Game of Chance, a show about baseball statistics, history, culture, and the role of luck in baseball. Freddie Sanchez is the answer. Pittsburgh Pirates, Freddie Sanchez, now of the San Francisco Giants. So anyway, congratulations to this year's first-time All-Star Atlanta Braves second baseman Martin Prado. Prado is leading the National League in batting average this year, so the question is, is he this year's Freddie Sanchez? That is, will we remember him four years from now? Well, they're pretty comparable. They're both solid utility infielders who are most comfortable at second base. I think Sanchez is a little more versatile and a little slicker of a fielder. Uh, they both strike out around the same rate, once every uh, nine plate appearances. Prado walks more, almost twice as often. Neither has the speed to steal bases or hit triples. And neither one has home run power, but they've both maintained 400 slugging percentages by hitting doubles. And Prado hits more doubles, so his slugging percentage is uh, about 40 points higher. There's not much question in my mind that Prado is a better player. Sanchez uh, was 27 in his first actual season, uh, 28 when he had his big year, uh, and he's been declining ever since. He still hits doubles, but his days as a regular player are probably close to over. Prado is 26, and had his first full season last year at 25. He batted over 300 and slugged 464 with 11 home runs. Uh, I think those couple years getting started as a hitter are pretty significant when you look at the career trajectories of similar players. So is Martin Prado the next Freddy Sanchez? No. I don't think Prado will win the batting title this year, uh, but nor will he fade into obscurity as quickly as Sanchez. Uh, he's a good step up in ability from Sanchez, and I think he'll serve the Braves well for the next several years. Let's take a look at another first-time All-Star, a guy who I'm glad to see on the team and who's making it for the first time at the age of 40, relief pitcher Arthur Rhodes. This is Rhodes' 19th major league season as a hard-throwing middle reliever. Rhodes was a big part of Seattle's amazing 2001 team. He went 8-0 with a 1.72 ERA and 71 appearances that year. His career strikeout rate, and get this, is almost the same as Mariano Rivera's. They both strike out one in every 4.3 plate appearances. He's had injury problems throughout his career, so it's great to see that he's made it this far, and he's having a great start to 2010. His ERA is just over one, and he's averaging almost a strikeout per inning. He's also allowed just one home run in 34 innings, pitching in one of the most hitter-friendly ballparks in the majors. Another exciting first-time All-Star is Giovanni Gallardo, pitcher for the Brewers. Unfortunately, he's on the disabled list until July, so you won't see him playing in the All-Star game. But you should know about him. If you haven't heard of him, it's probably because you don't live in Milwaukee. Uh, he hasn't, for some reason, gotten the national attention yet and it's too bad he won't be playing in the All-Star game because he should. He's in the same category, or at least I put him in the same category, as guys like Phil Hughes, Matt Cain, and Tim Lincecum. Last year he struck out 204 batters in 185 innings. 
And this year, he's already pitched two complete game shutouts. In his last, he struck out 12 against the Twins, which is one of the toughest lineups in baseball. He's got a 2.58 ERA, and he's among the league leaders in strikeouts on pace for almost 250. He's averaging well over nine strikeouts per nine innings. As a batter, he's also hit seven home runs in just 145 major league at-bats. That's over the past four years. That's a 4.8 home run percentage. So he's hit home runs in 4.8% of his at-bats. And that rate is very comparable to Chase Utley, Matt Holliday, and David Wright. All these home runs, if you watch the replays, they've been on high fastballs. So obviously, it's not going to continue, but a pitcher with home run power, you got to like that. Uh, another all-star from the Brewers playing in his second game is Corey Hart, who's off to a great start also with 19 home runs and 19 doubles. Hart's a tricky case. He's a great athlete. Even at uh, six foot six, he's fast enough to have 20 stolen bases in a season twice. He's actually only the third six foot sixer to do that after Daryl Strawberry and Dave Winfield. He's an above average outfielder, like Winfield. And uh, he had a nice year in 2007 when he hit 24 home runs with a 295 average. And he made the All-Star team the following year with 15 home runs and a 298 average at the break. But he was nowhere near as good in the second half of 2008 or any of 2009. Another player who you'd naturally have the same question about is Jose Bautista of the Blue Jays. He's leading all major leaguers with 22 home runs. Uh despite having a measly 238 batting average. So yeah, about one-third of his hits have been home runs. So the natural question with guys like Hart and Batista is, what's the second half going to look like? And, you know, we can guess all we want, but the bottom line is you have no idea. I think Corey Hart's been a little lucky in the first half. I think Bautista's been really lucky in the first half. Uh, if you look at his inside-the-park home run last night, you'll see some more evidence of that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that either one of them is going to tail off in the second half. Luck can run out at the All-Star break, or it can stay with you for a whole season. Look at Brady Anderson's 50 home runs in 1996. Kevin Mitchell's MVP season in 1989 with 47 home runs. Tom Herr's 110 RBIs in 1985 or Freddie Sanchez's batting title in 2006. I can sit here and make all the predictions I want about Martin Prado and Corey Hart and try to evaluate their skills based on statistics and scouting reports and watching them play, but you can never underestimate the influence of luck in a game as hard as baseball. It's part of what makes baseball so interesting. Like it or not, it cripples the best players and it turns average players into all-stars. It happens all the time. It's what keeps us guessing, and it's why we never leave a game before it's over. You just never know what's going to happen. I can tell you what's going to happen if you give me a call at 323-00233. You'll leave a message, or I'll pick up and we can talk some baseball. Do that if you have any reactions to anything I've said today, or you've got something else bugging you. I'm Alex Reisner, and you've been listening to Game of Chance. For discussion, comments, more information, see the website, gameofchance.alexreisner.com.